Welcome to the Lost Archives for episode 27. Oh my god! Holy We're back to doing the Oh My Gods again. Uh, my name's Owen, I'm the Dungeon Master for our campaign, The Tyranny of Dragons. However, this campaign is all about the players, who will introduce themselves and their characters right now. Hey guys, Simon here. I'm playing the character of Wiltix, the uh, friendly little gnome fellow who, uh, yeah, turns into a wolf every now and then when he gets a little bit angry or wants to start killing things, I suppose. Um, yeah, looking forward to seeing what's happen happening in the floating city at the moment. Oh no. Um, hi everyone, my name's Claire. I'm playing Mira, the dragon bought sorcerer, who's half silk dragon, half red dragon. And she has the power of both fire and ice on her side. Um, which hopefully she can make use of in this situation, which I just suddenly remembered we are in. But, <laughs> yes! <laughs> A wonderful, a wonderful introduction. Uh, hi guys, uh, I'm Andrew, I'm playing Azua Lightheart, our uh, friendly resident Azimir monk. Um, who knows what's going to be in store after our uh, little adventure last week with the uh, the Red Priest, if, if that's what his name was. Um, scary and fun, and uh, sadly he didn't know where Roger was, so who knows what's in store for us today. Uh, hey guys, I'm Jared. I'm playing the character of um, uh, Jin, or currently known as Rogar Crimson Scale. He's sort of our resident spy, uh, sort of helping out. He's been contracted by the Harpers, and he has a ties to the um, College of Bards. And he's currently here with the Tempest Guild. And um, let's see how we can get out of this uh, predicament we're currently in. I'll pass it over to Michael. Hello, everybody. I'm Michael Blanks Larry Fifford the tabaxi monk, who is along for the ride and is currently curled up at the foot of a bed like a cat. Because he is a cat. Yeah, he, he basically is a cat, yeah. Um, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, last session um, ended on a, a pretty fun note. I probably should do a little, um, a little recap. Now, our journey has been following the escapades of the Tempest Adventuring Guild from the League of Adventurers, based in the merchant city of Oxenfurt. Mira, Azua, Wiltix, Illyrian, and Talari, or sorry, I should say Jin and Talari, have successfully infiltrated the ranks of the cult by killing and impersonating one of their leaders. The party have just boarded the Flying Castle's Skyreach, an old cloud giant's abode above uh, abode the cult have claimed as their base of operations. After carefully exploring the lower levels of the castle and meeting with a couple of its colourful denizens, the party decided to rest in some guest chambers that they came across. Having been asked by a high-ranking cult official, Talus the White, to kill the current bearer of the White Dragon Mask and return it to her, the party have boarded the ship with a difficult decision to make. Do they maintain their infiltration and take the masks for themselves, thus destroying the leadership of the cult, or choose to work with Talus, with Jin pretending to be Bungrey? Before the party were able to make a clear choice, however, their rest was interrupted by the arrival of a man dressed in red robes with a shaved, bald head. A man the party recognised as a red wizard of the Thay, called Azaba. And last session ends with the hilarious one-liner, with Azaba looking into the room going, Who, who, who are you people? And Wiltix responding with... Housekeeping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Flawless. Um, yeah, so the room that you are in uh, is a very nicely furnished guest chambers. Um, I think Talari's currently on the bed. Rogar, Azua, you two are standing up near the door. Mira and Wiltix, you two were over a little bit closer to the windows. And as this door has opened, you can see, yeah, this bald figure, uh, shaved head, very cleanly shaved head, 
with these bright red rich robes um, draped across his shoulders, multi-layered with a number of sort of gold and glyphs and inlays across them. And flanking him on either side are two humanoid figures. One looks to be half elvish, uh, is male, and the other one looks to be hard to say maybe moon elf or high elf um dressed again in, the, in these very similar sort of culty robes that you guys have come to recognize very well um both have pulled weapons um both of them have pulled out their their swords and are looking at you in confusion as this red wizard um who you recognize from green nest uh, as bara joss looks in and goes who who are you people i thought these chambers were mine explain this he turns towards one of the guards. Can I quickly, just before, like, very quickly as he turns, can I try and hide? Because yeah, he'll only recognize me in Wiltix. Yeah. You can, you can make a stealth check, yeah. Absolutely. While you're doing that, four. <laughs> Mira, you just... <laughs> Mira, like, grabs a chair and crouches behind a chair and, like, you can still see her tail and her shoulders and her, like, horns poking up above the chair. Um, but you can't see you can't see him, Mira. So in your mind, you're like, well, if I can't see him, he can't see me. So problem that solved. Sounds about, that. <laughs> sounds about right. Um, as Bara looks over the lot of you, uh, mostly eyes seem to be drawn towards Talari and Rogar. Um, yeah. Wiltix, Mira, and Azua. He d- he does seem to have a bit of. He doesn't seem to be focusing on you too much. You do suspect the effect of your cloaks, these sort of perception filter cloaks that make it hard to focus on you, uh, are working at the moment. Um, as he sort of looks across, he goes. Well, explain yourself. What are you what are you doing in my room? Oh, um, I didn't realize this room was taken. My apologies. Um, as Bara steps back behind the two guards, uh, and both of them step forward, um, one of them taking a, a defensive stance at the door, the other one stepping into the room and up towards you, Rogar, sort of pa- passing Azua, sort of looking at Azua, but not really noticing, not, no flash of recognition or anything like that and steps up to you Rugar and goes oh, this is the, the half elven gentleman who are you and what are you doing in here you shouldn't be in here who who are you who are all I am I am new to the castle my name is Rogar Crimson Scale lovely to make your acquaintance um like I have previously stated did not really this room was uh occupied I, me and my compatriots apologize, and if it's all right with you, I'm sure we will vacate the room post-haste. You you said your name, but not while you're on the ship. Who are you? What is your business here? I just said, Rogar Crimson Scale, I am representing Born Grey. I have been sent by him to, um, well, shall we say, there have been some developments that have happened behind the uh, the scenes and um and I just sort of lean in I've heard or been told that there are potential spies amongst our ranks spies he leans in closer make me a persuasion check alright hold on Just getting D and D Beyond open. I did have it open. I was just in the edit thing for a sec. As this All is right. happening, um, Clary's just going to slide off the bed and just go stand up next to Rogar. I rolled a twenty-three. Twelve. 23. I did three. It's a plus nine. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Eight bards. 14, 14 plus nine. Oh, um, actually, 
It's because I accidentally I, I d disabled my 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 feet, which is actor. It's yep. actually meant to be plus ten. Yes, so. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, you are disguised as someone else. You are making a skill check to pass yourself off as somebody else. Absolutely. Um, which means I can. Well, technically, I would be actually rolling with advantage. Yeah, this is persuasion isn't to convince him you're Rogar because he doesn't know who Rogar is. This exactly, persuasion yeah. is more about yeah, exactly. Um, he leans in. What do you mean, spies? What are you talking about? It's just that we've we've been told to look out for um, a, a dragonborn with with silver and red scales, um, a small, very like feral, like, scary looking gnome, and some dude with wings, like manifests wings. Oh, and some some dude who dresses in green and kills everyone he comes across. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he wields a halberd. That... I've heard. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, that's out of game. <laughs> I'm, is this? I might. Are they aboard the ship? Well, I cannot speak for them so much. I've heard that the um, Harpers have a presence here. Harpers. He spits as you say that. <laughs> I speak with Harpers. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, nice. This is just like a spit on the floor now. Um, you but hear I'm... outside the door as as Bara goes, disgusting. <laughs> she goes spit on the floor at his <laughs> guest chambers. I'll have Mira stand up. I'll gesture yep. for Mira to stand up. Obviously, a black dragonborn. As you can mm. see, um, amongst my compatriots, there is no such uh, dragonborn with the what did you say? Red and was it silver? What white scales? Oh, we've been we've been told to look out for red and white. Right. As you can see, my compatriot here is a black dragonborn. And you're red. Yes, okay, so... And he sort of, as he looks towards Wiltix, Wiltix and Azua, can I have you both roll me? Um, I guess do, this would be... Do they be... have capes on, though? They do, yeah, yeah, yeah. They this do. is something else I want them to okay, roll cool. me. I'd like you both to roll me... I'm going to say either stealth, deception, or survival checks. Your choice of the three, because each of those... Mm can play a role in this. Can Wiltix roll, uh, no. can Wiltix roll with advantage because I'm standing in front of them? <laughs> yes, he can. Absolutely, he can. Yep, absolutely. Especially if it's a stealth check. <laughs> oh, I would definitely roll. <laughs> I'm going to use my inspiration. Uh, to roll nice. Again. Yep, absolutely. Better. 20. Okay, as it was on 20. Um, oh, is your, um, is your D&D Beyond, the Beyond 20 app not working? It is not working for me you, at all at the moment. If you click on so. features and traits, it should refresh it, and then you should be good to go. So in in D and D Beyond itself, under your character sheet, there should be a thing called features and traits. If you open that up and then go back and roll again, it should work. There you go, beautiful. Hey, and you have advantage. You get to roll again. Oh, thank God. Twenty-one. Twenty twenty-one. As he sort of looks over, he goes, "Well, that's clearly a halfling, and you're clearly some sort <laughs> of like some sort of strange human." Right. Okay. Yeah. It can't be you lot then. Right. Well. So what? What? Why do Bongray send you here? Are you, are you here? Are you here to root out the spies? Precisely, my dear friend. Well, are you... very close to saying, my dear Watson. <laughs> it's elementary, we... my dear Watson. <laughs> Can I speak up and just say we yeah. are looking? We need to get to Galvin as quickly as possible. Right. Well, you best. You probably best speak to Resmia then. We um apologise yet again for taking this room. Unfortunately for us, we were looking for 
Our lodgings in the castle had never been here before, so unfortunately we did not know where we were. We saw an unoccupied room and thought we would sit down for a little bit. He holds out so, a hand to you. Joram. Uh, my name's Joram. Uh, tell you what, look, I'll... I'll he, he looks back towards Asbara and the... I uh, shake the his female. hand, by the way, though. Oh, yeah, so oh, yeah he, he shakes it. not awkwardly, it. He just... Turns back toward... <laughs> uh, he turns back towards Asbara and the uh, the elf um, guard and goes, Right, I'll, I'll deal with this slot. If you if you want to escort our esteemed guest Asbara to his quarters, and he points to the room, uh, and then he'll obviously need to meet um, with Wrath as well, I believe. Uh, I believe Wrath was organising a meeting. Um, who... Probably Azua and Wiltix would have high passive wisdoms because you guys are both... Um, you've both got a lot of wisdom, don't you? Oh, no, Wiltix, you've got a lot of intelligence. Uh, Azua, you Are you notice... looking for perception, you mean? No, w- wisdom, because this is sort of oh. like a passive insight check. Uh, Azua, you notice as uh, as um, as Joram says the name Wrath, Asbara visibly swallows, just gulps this... And Ooh, seems wow. nervous, seems a bit bit frightened as he says that name right you look come with me get out of here come on out of the room looks down the corridor gesturing out of the way as Bara backs up and it's like stands behind the guard yes out of my room go leave <laughs> my apologies as I give him a bow as I walk out ah that's what I was gonna do I give him like a flourish <laughs> and uh I'm sure it's quite all right I put a little bit more into my flourish. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have you both it's make me performance? Both make me, you both need to make performance checks right now. <laughs> 17, 18. Oh. 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 I, rolled, I rolled an 11. <laughs> so what, how this works is, so Azua, you, you naturally, because your roll was a 17 and it's plus zero, you naturally did a much nicer, much more beautiful flourish. But Jin just, he's that much more practiced, he's that much more proficient, and he sees you do it and he does a little twist of the wrist at the end, this little sort of flourish of his fingers and then stands up and then bows even deeper and then arises once more. Um, and you go, oh, maybe in a few years. Like, wow. I've got the natural talent, but I'm not quite there yet in terms of the practice. I'm so, so impressed. Um, with both of these very deferential, very respectful bows, Asbara sort of seems to sort of come out of his shell a little bit. Uh, it's quite it's quite all right. I, I, I may have overreacted a tad. It's not a big deal. I, I mean, you did spit on the floor, though. He looks towards you, Rogar. How was that necessary? <laughs> Harpers. <laughs> <laughs> um, the 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 um, Joram, the the uh, man behind you, spits on the floor again as you say. <laughs> oh, please, I'm just going to excuse me, excuse me. Oh gosh, sorry, excuse me. I'm oh, sorry. Could you please leave? As he stands up towards Wiltix, who's still standing in the room, just chilling. <laughs> as I leave, though, I will cast. I'll walk into the room quick, and I'll cast Presentation mm-hmm. and just get rid of the little uh, marks on the floor for him. Very nice. Very nice. Um, the female elf sort of looks at you, watches you cast this spell with an appraisingly raised left eyebrow, says nothing, steps inside the room and closes the door. All right. Ooh. We still right. got one guard left with us, don't we? Yes, yeah. Right. Ow. Well, um, well, you, you better follow me to meet with Resmir. Um, come, follow me. And he starts walking down the hallway. Um, 
He leads you towards the area with the two kobolds where you've been before, a little bit away from the door where Rathmodar, the red wizard that you'd spoken to earlier, uh, is located. Um, as you approach the kobolds, he sort of like shoes his hands on either side and they push themselves up against the door out of his way. Um, and he continues walking forwards, pushing through the doorway. Um, as you guys continue onwards, the two kobolds sort of give you a bit of a look, um, looking a bit surprised that you guys haven't come into more trouble. <laughs> <laughs> The DM's eyes gaze out from the kobold. Just... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> as, as, as I walk past, I'll just watch those kobolds because I, I don't trust dogs. Uh, yeah, as as you walk past, um, can you make me a perception check? I just want to see if you notice something. 12. Um, nope, everything seems fine. As you walk past, they seem to be giving you a bit of respectful distance, not too worried about where you are or what you're doing. Right, well, it's, it's just down this way. Come come with me, come with me. We're going to head up to the upper courtyard. Come on. Uh, and he begins walking around. As he leads you into um, this section of the stone, you see that there is a spiral stone staircase actually built into the side of this mountain that leads up towards a, a layer above. Um, the wind sort of whistling down this thing is creating a bit of an odd sound, this strange um, high-pitched tone carrying down the stairway um, sort of sets your teeth on edge a little bit as you as you reach this point um, alrighty I better bring you guys up to the upper does the point. does the staircase go down up is it like up. A, it only goes up okay. it's only going up there's yeah there is no pathway down from there um, okay. here we go let me drop you guys off so I'll bring you across to where you are go and if i drop you all like this you should all have vision and it should all be looking beautiful it's all looking beautiful fantastic <laughs> first time that the, the bloody um the bloody roll 20 uh dynamic lighting has worked without fail <laughs> oh, man, I just it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah so as, as you guys reach this point uh you see a figure a black um dragonborn or half dragon you're not too sure standing across the courtyard um it's a little bit of a distance away uh, and it appears to be talking to three massive creatures these large yellow skinned monstrosities um, massive bulging bellies very sharp pointy teeth um, and they seem to be receiving instructions of some sort as you sort of come out of the courtyard you can hear this voice going make sure to load the trebuchets we shall not have another incident like the other night. All right, of course. Yes. Um, the guard who's with you, Joram, um, just begins walking towards this this black scaled figure. Um, those of you who were in Green Nest would recognise Resmir. I will stand at the back. Right <laughs> <laughs> at the back. Absolutely. Um, tell you what, why don't I read out? Um, this upper section as you come onto it, hey? Uh, so you can see that the upper courtyard is massive. It looks to be um, easily a hundred feet across, uh, and you get the distinct impression, judging by the claw marks built into the stone, that this is a landing pad for dragons. This is where they land um, on the castle walls in this upper courtyard. Um, you can see a number of large towers built into the side, 
manned with large catapults and trebuchets, um, as well as some, uh, I think they're called, is it um, scorpions, which are the ones that fire arrows? I think it is scorpions. Um, Large scorpions as well, built along the side. This thing looks ready for an outward assault. Um, Even even a dragon would struggle to to make headway here. Uh, But yeah, you can see these large creatures. Wiltix, you would instantly recognize these as ogres, I would say, given your back, your history. Yeah. and probably Jin, you would recognize ogres, and Talari, you would recognize ogres on site as well. Uh, Azua, Feywilds, ogres don't exist, so these might be new for you. And Mira, you, you're a little bit cloistered, I think, as a scholar. So mm-hmm. Probably haven't had too much interaction with ogres, but the description would match what you know of them. Um, very large, very strong, very dangerous creatures. Um, and yeah, this, this black-scaled dragonborn or half-dragon hissing instructions at them. Dressed in these, yeah, very fine robes, um, very, very, very finely made, and, and almost with an incandescent shimmer of scales across them. Uh, Resmir is very, very uh, well clad, um, and yeah, the, the guard just walks straight on over to Resmir um, and stands to attention behind. Doesn't say anything, doesn't do anything, doesn't make any noise, but just stands to attention behind, um, as if sort of waiting for Resmir politely to to finish. What do you guys want to do? Do you want to follow, or...? It sucks if we don't. (laughs) (laughs) We just just walk off in another direction. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, thank you for getting us up here. (laughs) Oh, this must be the way to our lodgings. Uh, See you later. Yeah. Oh, this view is stunning. Let me go capture it for another three hours. I'll see you later. (laughs) Bye, all. Yeah, bye. Um... (laughs) Yeah, so you can you can basically hear this speech continue. Um, Resmir, as as Resmir begins talking to um, talking to these ogres, uh, again, it, it's very much this idea of you need to make sure that at all times we are ready for attack. The Harpers at any point could locate us. Their spies have been spotted in the village of Parnast, and those adventurers, guild members. I think they were called the Stormfront Guild or something. Uh, 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 uh. Yoo-hoo! <laughs> <Bye>. Hello! <laughs> she turns around as you say this. No, no, no. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a classic. I'm kidding. Yeah, as she continues along. We have not heard from them for some time, but I do not believe that they are gone. Owen. Their threat has ended. Yes. Owen, I would mm. just like to, as he says Harpers, I'm going to spit. Yeah, spit again. Yep. Um, I'm just going to quickly roll. Oh, it'd be a little retcon later, but... No, that's all good. I, th- I like this. Uh, the, the guard in front of you spits as well. Resmir doesn't seem to notice. <laughs> uh, but all one right. of the ogres watching you do this looks very confused and then spits this massive chunk right on the ground in front of it. Um, Resmir sort of like stands back. <laughs> like he... a few seconds later, Resmir sort of stands back and looks at <laughs> What the fuck was that? <laughs> I thought everyone was doing it. Shut the fuck up. As I was saying. Yeah. As I was saying, we have not heard from this group in some time, but that does not mean they are not a threat. I find their silence suspicious. And we still need that one. Um, she sort of pauses as if lost in thought for a second and goes, Right, get back to your posts. 
Right, right you are, ma'am. Yeah, right, eh? Right. And they begin sort of stalking off towards various areas. Um, the ogre directly in front of you just starts climbing the wall of this tower uh, and disappears into the upper reaches, just literally scaling the wall itself. Um, the others move off and take up positions at, at um, gates along the side of the castle wall. Um, Resmir stands as if still sort of a little bit lost in thought, pondering something. Um, the guard at this point sort of looks back to you guys, sort of a bit wild-eyed, and then goes, Ahem. With a flash and a very rapid turn, Resmir spins and faces you, claws bared, teeth pulled back in a snarl. I don't like to be surprised. What? Uh, ma'am, these, um, these uh, people were sent by Bordgrey. Uh, there's something they need to discuss with you, something, a, a very sensitive matter. Um, uh, sorry, ma'am, uh, my apologies. And he begins just basically <laughs> moving very quickly backwards and away out of sight. Um, and then disappears down the uh, down the staircase behind you. Oh, perfect. Resmir steps up, um, stalking almost this very careful gate, almost like stalking prey, and begins moving up and down the line of you. Um, Azua, Rogar, Talara, you two are in front. Are uh, you three are in front? Mira, Wiltix, you two are behind. Um, Resmir seems to be walking up and down the line of Azua, Rogar, and Talari sniffing the air, paying attention, looking at you, taking in every detail. And just who are you? Well, hello there. Lovely to make your acquaintance. I am Rogar Crimson Scale. I was sent here by Borngrey. We acknowledge that a group of harpers have... Well, and I... Yet again, I step forward because yeah. it's sensitive. I've heard that infiltrated the castle. The horde itself could be at jeopardy and our whole operation at stake. As you say Harpers and infiltrated the castle, there's this... For a second you almost... You feel it before you hear it. This snarl, this visceral anger. This, <sighs> what? Could you please make me a persuasion or deception check? Your choice. Uh, no advantage. Just a flat persuasion or deception. There's something... Yeah, something. Fifteen. I rolled a five. Yeah, I know. Plus ten's amazing. This is why it's good to have a face. It's always good to have a party face. Um, my bard. It's a, like the, I've I've made that my um, expertise. Primary skills, function. So. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> How did Born Grey learn of this? And are you a member of our organization? I do not recognize your name, but your scales are appreciated. As are yours, Dark One. Sort of gesturing back towards you, Mira. It's good to see one of my clan willing to join the cause. I just uh, nod. Yeah. It's fine. So I'm unaware me. of how Borngrave come, has come across the knowledge. I have been serving under him now for a fair while. Um, I'm not exactly new to the Order, but I'm definitely not a seasoned member. I'm and ambitious. I am willing to make my way up the ladder. And uh, me and Borngray have been working together quite well lately. Um, he has sent me as his right-hand man here to try and quash this very incursion to our business. Well, ambition is a good trait amongst us, and it shall serve you well. Let Borngray be the one to deliver this news via his subordinates. I may have to revise my opinion of that scum. 
I thought him useless. That's why I relegated him to the swamp, a job that a child could manage. But if he has caught wind of a plan that I knew not of, perhaps I have underestimated him. Well, interesting. So you were sent here by Born Grey to what? Tell me or investigate? Well, I am definitely here to investigate. We are looking in the castle for any signs at all. The Harpers might be here, and, well, with your help, hopefully we can quash them before they make any damage, and then we can put their heads on pikes as an example to any other Harper scum. Get into our castle hmm. and our business. Not a bad idea. I'd rather just feed them to Glasshale. Um, with that, I sort of... Sort of nod. Quite right. Um, I also agree with that statement. I take it. This is just my insight. This is me just thinking. Yeah. Glaskale. I think. Does that name ring a bell at all? Is that like the? Is that the Black Dragon? Obviously. Yeah, we, we've heard her name before. I think. You. I think it is the Black Dragon. Yeah. You've definitely heard the name Glaskale before. Talus. Talus the White mentioned a Glaskale. Um, yeah. A Glashale who donated some scales to help make her fine cloak. Yeah. Okay. Mm. That's a different one. That's 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 obviously a white one then. Well, if you were sent here to investigate without my permission, you would have been turned away. But as it is, you have come straight to me. Ooh, this we can work with. Well. What do you propose? I'm assuming Born Grace sent you as experts in counter-espionage. Mira stands up just a little bit taller. Just just a little bit taller. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we should keep this amongst ourselves, or at least the up echelon that you trust. We cannot let this get out, for we do not want the Harpers to catch on. If they catch on, they will just go to the ground and we will never find them. Mm. We need to discover them and root them out. And destroy that, them with overwhelming we need, force. When the time is right, discretion is key at the moment. Very well. If it was... Sorry. It might... Me. Yeah. It might be a bit of an ask... But for us to carry out our, our um, investigation, we need the whole run of the castle. There are We're some areas... Permitted. Yes, there are some areas you will not be permitted. Of course. My personal chambers, for one. But I do not think you will find harpers there. The I know. barracks would be the best place. Most people gather there to sleep. That is not to say there are not places in the castle that even we do not know of. We have only just recently managed to get this thing flying again, after much effort. I suspect the Harper's goal will be to bring this castle to the ground. Such an advantage they would not stand for. I, I, 
I very much agree with that statement. I think... I'm not sure if they're aware that the Horde is here or not, but they must be here for a reason, and I think that is one of the reasons. They must have gotten some type of reconnaissance on it. So, we need to root them out as quick as possible. Yes. Or if we are to achieve our goals. Yes, we need to throw this scum from the battlements. Well, you may start where you wish. How much of the castle have you seen? We have only just really um, arrived today, pretty much. We've only seen a few quarters, nothing more. And we came across that guard who was able to direct us to you. Hmm. So, for us, the investigation is still quite fresh. Yes, I understand. Well, you may proceed as you wish. But first, let me take a closer look at your scales. She leans out a hand. I want to know which line from you come, which dragon birthed your line. It is a hobby okay. of mine. She begins so, inspecting your scales. Uh, this oh, is a no, deception no. check to pass yourself off as somebody else. You may roll with advantage, Rogar. Oh, so deception. Gosh. Deception. Because you are... I Yeah, I'd say deception fits best with this. Um, All right. Yeah, and you do roll with advantage for this as you are... 26 yes. and 12. <laughs> ah, I do not recognize the lineage. A red dragon of which I know not. Could they be recruited to the cause if they still live? She asks you. Fortunately for me, I do not know my, my birth parent. I was left in a village far outside of... Now we're in your your world, aren't we, Owen? Uh, Parnest. That's the yep. village you guys have just. The castle has just. Saved no, I mean, like we're in your world, though, not in Faerun and. Oh Forgotten yeah, yeah, Realm. yeah. So we're in uh, we're in so, Oshia. I'm just gonna say Palin was like one of the main capitals. Palin's the main capital of Oshia. All right, I'm gonna say that I was discovered. Okay, so I was um left on the very outskirts of Palin. Never knew my birth parent. It is one of my missions in life to actually discover who they are. And, well, I think it'd be amazing and such an honor if I could bring my parent within the confines of our order. Mm, Such a shame to lose your history, but fear not, brother. You have joined a noble group of dragons, and we shall sit atop this world once more. Of course. I look forward to that day. As do I. As do I. Uh, and All with right. that, Bresmir sort of turns and looks at you guys, and then turns and starts oh. walking away back towards the battlements. Wait, before, wait, wait, wait. Before yes, that, yes. Um, can we just, can I, um, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Mira will step forward, and she'll just say, Apologies. I respect Black, my lady Black. Yes, I'm sorry. I forgot you were there. Apologies. No matter. 
I feel that we need to warn you that this infiltration may go right to the top. How The fires themselves may be in danger. My life is always in danger, but the others, even Severin, she looks at you. We have little information to go on, (coughs) but we believe that this infiltration may extend to the top. I do not make any pretense to understand the five, but I know that some perhaps more devoted to our mother and our strength, Tiamat, than others. Are you you suggesting that one of the five may have been compromised? Is that what you're saying? I am just a spy. But I just... Be cautious, my lady. Be suspicious. Yes, wise words in these times. Oh, I've forgotten. May I examine your scales? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. See which level you come from. Perhaps we are cousins. Now, wouldn't that be a privilege for you? I respectfully cannot touch your holiness. And I'll just genuflect myself away. Make me a persuasion check. Come on. 23. 23. So, Claire, when you drew attention to yourself, I was like... Yeah, I know. I was... This is like, oh! So so you're going to draw attention to yourself, so the cloak's not going to work anymore. (laughs) No, no, I know. That's worked out. Another time, perhaps. But sister, know this, we stand above all others as dragonborns and half-dragons, and we of the black stand above the rest, even more so. Grow your confidence, little one. Grow it well. My time will come. All our time will come. Tiamat shall rise again. And she shall walk the earth, blessing us with destruction and fire of these disgusting lesser races. So, uh, um, I'm not currently Roga. I am Roga, but I'm not. Um, I will have Jin make Roga a little agitated at the fact that he he just said, or she just said, that blacks are above every other scale of color. Mm. Just yeah, like a little a... bit visibly agitated, just like yeah, it's a, a bold statement. Annoyed because he, yeah, exactly. Just mm. so, if... yeah. You're really me- method acting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I am an actor. I'm... No, I'm I an actor. Am... I am a actor. Um, I am no, no. I am a thespian. <laughs> um, yeah. With that, Resmir turns and begins walking away. Um, Azura and Wiltix, Can you I... guys. Oh, sorry. Oh. Yeah, no, 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 please, please jump in. Can I quickly get an insight check to see how much she kind of might be unsettled by what I said? Yeah, absolutely. Of course you can roll an insight check. 
Um, same same goes for anyone. If at any point you want to know what people's body language is saying, just shout out <laughs> five. Um, just shout out at any point if you want to know something about the people. If you want to like, if you want to learn more about what they're looking like or anything like that, just say natural one for Tolari on his insight. Yeah, just, just call out and say, hey, look, uh, do I believe this person or like what's what's their body language telling me? What, yeah. what, what can I see about them? What are they wearing? Like always, feel free to ask me for more details every time, uh, every you know at any point. I just want to do. <laughs> Don't yell do an insight, insight check. check. <laughs> I just want to do an insight check because everyone else has done one. Okay. Oh wow. Twenty-two. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. So it, it, can we can we at least try and pretend that we're like reading their body language rather than going insight check? <laughs> 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 Please let's at least let's at least, at least keep the pretense that we're like in this world. <laughs> um, Mira and Solari. Uh, Mira, you're you've got no idea. Um, Resmia seems to be very in control of her. Um, of her affect, her, per, her sort of her, her um, uh, appearance. It's very hard to know what she's thinking. She seems to be very adept at um, keeping her thoughts and feelings and emotions in check. Uh, yeah. Talari, you think you think she's onto you with a natural one. You're you think like you're sweating. You, like she seems she keeps glancing at you. Like she knows something's up. <laughs> Definitely, like something is up. Like she knows. You reckon she knows? Jin um, with a twenty-two. Yeah, Resmia seems to be a bit, a little bit put off. There's a sort of a, a little bit of a, a that, that sort of came on when Mira refused to let her examine the scales. There was a little bit of a like, oh, all right then, like a little bit of little bit of standoffishness come in. But before that, she does seem to be very. Um, she seems to be believing what you're saying. She doesn't look like she's distrustful or suspicious. Um, she seems to be very open to what you're saying. And since Mira has spoken about. Um, spoken about the the threat on her and and the the issue of the five potentially one of them being compromised she seems very thoughtful as if as if she, she this is not this is not she didn't seem surprised she seemed thoughtful as if this is not the first time she's heard that with a 22 okay. she she seems more like there was no surprise it was just like a ah, hmm, very well <laughs> which you didn't expect so. That's not something you were predicting. You, you were expecting a bit of a surprise. Like, I mean, saying that one of the leaders of the Order of the Dragon is is corrupt or is somehow compromised, like that should have got a bit more of a response. But for some reason, she seems doesn't seem too bothered by that, or not doesn't seem to have affected her as much as you were expecting. Seems to have just taken it in her stride very easily. Um, while that's going on, so while that conversation's happening, Wiltix, what are you doing? I know you're at the back. Were you? Did you want to have a bit of a look around, see what you could see in the environments? Were you? Uh, yeah. So I want to see where the uh, the ogres and everything like that were going. Yeah. You said that this was uh, defenses and everything, so I'd just like to. Yeah, absolutely. Know what I'm doing. Yeah, feel free to roll a perception check or an investigation check for me. Your choice. Um, and you get a little bit of different information each one. Yeah. That's seven. a seven. Seven's all right. Um, so the three ogres—I mean, ogres aren't hard to fucking see. Uh, so the three ogres that you can that you saw walk off. One of them's climbed to the top of a tower and has disappeared from view over the top of the balustrade. One is standing guard over by a door in the south uh, eastern, sorry, southwestern quadrant. One has gone to the north. You can also spy additional ogres up on a tower behind you. The central tower here. Um, this central spire of rock and stone directly behind you. You can actually see a mm-hmm. narrow pathway leading up and at the top it seems to be two ogres standing guard overlooking from a, a crow's nest almost um what you can also see is another tower built in a much larger tower right on the very very top of this section of rock 
right in the very middle, this long tower. Um, it seems to be somewhat decrepit and broken. Um, very hard to sort of see any details about it. Just, just this crumbling ancient tower. Uh, the windows appear to be frozen shut with ice, and you can see that there are cracks all along the walls. Um, and that's what you see. Ooh. And Azua, what would you be doing while all this is going on? You could just uh, be listening. You, you don't have to be doing anything. Yeah, I think I was just listening, to be honest. I'd maybe looking at Rosemir um, for weaknesses, checking out what I, you know, what her makeup is, what weapons she's carrying. Yeah, um, absolutely. But in most of all, I was just listening, I think. No, 100%. Do you want to make me a perception check in that case? And I'll read out a little bit more of what Resmia has on her. 16. Absolutely. Um, yeah, as you as you look over Resmia, you can see that Resmia is wielding um, a very scary-looking black greatsword. Uh, the blade itself, the metal, seems to be made of some black, dark iron. Um... It, it, it almost it's like vanta black uh, it's so dark it seems to be sucking in light as you look at it you can't see any of the surface details it's just black um you can also see that resmir has uh, these very very elegant purple robes um all like with this very like beautiful armor on top as well uh, and underneath one of the sleeves you can see a dagger is hidden um it seems to have a green patina to it almost like it might be coated in some sort of poison or venom uh, and as Resmi was sort of moving and gesturing, you caught a glimpse of this uh, up one of her sleeves. Um, apart from that, um, no other weapons. Weaknesses, the scales look to be very strong, um, but not a lot of armor around the legs or the uh, arms. They seem to sort of be a little bit less armored than the neck and chest and torso. Okay, cool. And that's what you see. I'll know that for next time. Yeah. Uh, and with that, Resmi chance begins walking away. Um, seemingly, yeah, very, very deep in thought, as if considering something. Um, and as and as she reaches sort of one of the edges of the castle courtyard, she begins sort of looking out across the the endless expanse of cloud uh, as the the world drifts away underneath as the castle moves through the sky, leaving you uh, you five alone in the courtyard. Alistair, like around the castle standard um meter high no ledge what's the what's pretty the pretty high ledge um at parts because it's so old and crumbling it hasn't been repaired it varies as the castle goes around the, the complete walls um six feet easy but most of the walls okay. aren't that they've crumbled and fallen some there's no wall left at all just the edge of the precipice um leading down to the the empty air below um a lot of it is natural stone so where the uh, natural mountainside was um, it's been shaped and and, um, and changed, so it looks like this was a, a smaller chunk of a floating island, maybe that was turned into a castle. Um, a castle sort of built out of this floating rock. Mm. Very safe. But, but yeah, I'd say I'd say that because you you would know, all of you know that the giants disappeared from the world hundreds of thousands of years ago. Um, well, I should say thousands of years ago, not hundreds of thousands, thousands of years ago. So this place hasn't been maintained by a giant in, in thousands of years, and it shows. Uh, only the giants know how their magic worked, and no one's been able to, to replicate it since, unfortunately. So we don't know our way around this city or castle or anything like that at the moment, do we? So we have free reign? Is that uh, pretty much she, the idea, aside from a couple yeah, of Yeah, so she, she told you... Um, 
you may explore as you wish. Uh, if a door is locked, you can ask a guard. Um, if you're refused access, then you're not allowed in. And the places that she listed as, as particular areas, she said her personal chambers, you were not permitted to enter. Um, actually, that was it. She only specified her personal chambers. That's what she said. Okay. All right. Well, um... How do we want to start? Yeah, we... <laughs> a little, Head to the top, um, work our way down. I'm going to say, oh. fuck, should have asked for a map. How, I was going to say, how high up is this ledge the ogres are on? Uh, the ogre's just standing on the same level as you right now. There seems to be a much higher ledge above him. This looks like a, a complete room. Um, the top of this uh, flat section of building where you've walked over to, Wiltix, um, hard to mm -hmm. say specifically how high. It looks to be maybe 10, 11 feet tall. Um, it looks like a section of mountainside that was carved into a room. Okay, and which one of the... Because there was three of these ogres. Uh, which yes. one of them you said... Called, did one of them crawl up to a tower as well? Or yeah, no, I just to that? the north. No, just to the north. Um so i'll go up here can i see you no it, as as you get closer to the tower it's very hard to see over the top of the lip um even from back down on the ground where you were you can't see him anymore he seems to have climbed up quite a high high tower this one looks to be uh, again maybe 12 13 feet uh, off the ground if we stand back and you get on my shoulders you might be able to see can i see him from here <laughs> as you stand on Tolari's back yes you can yep i'll show i'll show you right now where you can see As you can see over the lip, um, you can see there is a ogre standing, looking outwards, um, looking out over the lip of the tower, uh, looking out across you know, the uh, expanse of cloud and sky. There you go, to him. Oi! Uh, <laughs> as you call out, oi, the ogre sort of like looks left and right, and then left again, and then down, and then up, and then turns around. Oh, what is it? What do you, what do you want? Come here, man. I gotta to talk to you for a second. Oh, I just, I just climbed up. I'm supposed to be on guard duty. Can't you come up? Well, uh, how about uh, you come down here, then bring me up, and then uh, we can have a bit of a chat. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Uh, and he begins climbing down the outside of the tower. <laughs> uh, as he sort of gets about five feet off the ground, he just jumps, and with a thud and a crack of stone, lands right in front of you, Wiltix. Um, this ogre is. 10 feet 11 feet tall um it Perfect. towers over you yeah four times my size you tiny <laughs> like, what you want oh, i've uh, just been told by a resume that uh we have run of the castle and uh i was hoping that uh well hang on you said we'd have this conversation up there do you want to carry me up all right he picks you up and uh throws you wiltix uh, <laughs> could I have you make me a dexterity saving throw as he just javelins you? Um, oh, that's alright. Hopefully. 22. 22? Yes. Wiltix just grabs the edge of the, uh, edge of the ledge and just spins around and lands two feet, like arms extended like some sort of um, Olympic gymnast. Um, yeah, you, no, this doesn't phase you at all. Like, you were ready for this. Um, the ogre climbs up to the tower and then like, turns around towards you. Well done. What? what? What, what did Resmir say? You got run of castle. Right. I've got run of... <laughs> so what I need to know from you... So I'm obviously looking out now. I can see a pretty good view of the city or the town from up the top you of the tower here. Or should be able to see a fair bit. Yeah, let me... Oh, sorry. Yeah, right, because you can't because of this. That should be a yeah. bit better, though. Okay. And can I see anything on the other... Oh, yeah. There you go. Perfect. And anything further to the east at all? 
Um, oh, yeah, so, the uh, yeah, I can show you. What I'll do to show you, I'll bring you across and drop you here. There you go. So you can see there is a series of towers um, built into the stone here. Um, you can now see there is a third tower um, all the way over towards the northeast. So there are three towers here. And it looks like there's a small pathway um, leading up towards the crumbling ruined tower at the top. I'll put you back. There you go. Mm. Alright, so uh, I know Ogres are not quite uh, the most intelligent creatures going around and be like, look. Uh, mate, you would what, know what, it's what's your single digits and it's half of ten. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what, what's your name, sir? My name, Grab. <laughs> well, Grab, very nice to meet you. Uh, as I said, Resumes told me that I'm uh, quite special, which means that uh, obviously if you're special, you get to go to all the special places in the city. Right. Uh, which of these places here I'm are the most special. special? Not allowed uh, in lots of places. <laughs> I get yelled at. They which places are you really, really not allowed to go to, though? Uh, he points at the large tower. Scary people live in tower. Ooh, which the scary people? The south. Strange, sharp tooth people. They try oh. bite me once. Are these the ones with the masks? No, they just got scary faces. Oh, just scary faces. Yeah. <laughs> so How about the masks? <laughs> How about the masked people? Whereabouts uh, are they? Oh, they go everywhere, mostly on the lower floors. Oh, sorry, no, mostly, mostly down. <laughs> sorry, lower floors is probably too much for uh, for grab. Mostly <laughs> down. <laughs> Oh, uh, um, lean over to you guys and be like, uh, whereabouts would we like to start? My friend Grab here um, will, uh... As you lean over the tower and start calling down. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've currently actually moved over here to get out of the view of Vesemir, so it doesn't look like we're totally incompetent standing here in the middle of the courtyard for 20 minutes. <laughs> Did you want to gesture the others over as well? I would, I imagine I would, um, I just didn't want to take away from Child 6's, uh, little Oh man, yeah, this is, this is the highest of IQ conversations right now. Yeah, so, Will 6, um, what do you do? Do you, like, turn around to, like, whisper to us, realising that you've been thrown up on the tower? Yeah, look, I was hoping that he'd be able to bring me up and then bring me back down, so that way I could get a good bird's eye view, try and build myself a little map. <laughs> you but, want down. Um, I want down. Thanks, Grab. He picks you up and gentle, drops you off gentle, the side gentle. of the tower. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, make me a dexterity saving throw with advantage, because uh, you did say you did call out gently at the end. And you're oh, used okay. to this. Yeah, 19. You're fine. 1919, uh, yeah. Um, you, I'd say that your your insight, as you, as you drop, something primal awakens within you. You feel this surge of energy, and you watch as your hands become claws and grip the side of the stone, slowing your descent. Um, until you're literally just standing at the bottom, these large claw marks gouged into the stone all the way down. Um, and as you look at your hands, you see these large claws just retract and go back to their normal gnomish features. Um, Grab just jumps and lands with a large thud right on the ground next to you. Down. You oh, got friends. Have you guys any questions? Grab's got Me friends. Too. Sometimes punch friends. in face. Ah, oh, yes. He's, um, the height of intelligence. He looks up. But Grab will tell us everything he knows, though. Yes. 
Hello, Greb. Lovely to meet you. You work with Rizmir. I see her talk to you. Yes. We are working with Vesmir. Are you guards too? Not quite. Do you Whoa. know the way to the barracks? Down. Grab. Points down. 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 And, and, and that way. And he points towards the south. Right. Oh, no, sorry. Actually, if you if you ask him where the barracks are, sorry, he will point northwest. Yeah. He just points northwest at a giant wooden door um, over towards the northwest-hand side of the uh, of the right section. Thank you, Grab. I turn to the rest of my compatriots and I say, um, Vesemir did say that we should start in the barracks with our search. Oh. We should. There's also Grab. Do you know where the... Where's... Does the... Where do the mechanics go to... Where's the what, the cloud room? Loud. The loud room. Yes, to barracks. Where's the loudest room in the castle? He points at the barracks again. Um, he points at this door over towards the top. Oh, Ogre's loud in there. We very loud. Oh, okay. Maybe we shall go over there. Out of the... Co- out of this courtyard as well. Oh, you, My dear you, sir, I have one last question for you. Yes. Brain hurts, be point, quick. I point to the derelict tower. Yes. What is up there? Oh, grab not allowed. Scary. Scary people live there. <laughs> All right, well, last ogre sorry. who went there was just sack of skin. When they come back, and they don't come back. <laughs> Wait, but then how did they come back, Grab? They don't. But you just said they did when they came back. He was a sack yes, of skin. Yes, sack of skin. So he sack of skin. Back. They don't come back. <laughs> okay, thanks, Grab. <laughs> <laughs> he begins climbing up the side of the tower and disappears from view again. Um, what I will do is. As he climbs up, just to play mind games with him, just as he gets to the top, can I see, like, maybe where I think the edge would be? Uh, the edge of the tower? Just Actually, right no, it's not going to work. It's probably, too, it's probably too tall. As he's climbing up, in front of him, I'm going to minor illusion a big, nice, thick, like, boar's leg Ooh. that has been, like, barbecued as we start walking off. He I'm tries to grab it with one hand. And when he's unsuccessful, he lets go of the tower and tries to grab it with his other hand, causing him to fall uh, the rest of those, Aww. like, six feet and smash onto his back. Oh, I can't, I can't get food. He looks up at the, <laughs> the food, begins trying to climb the tower again. He begins, like, mashing his face against it, trying to eat it unsuccessfully. Uh, uh, ghost food, ghost food. I, um, I, I, I then I, I drop the spell but then I do another minor illusion like on the ground and I do like a precipitation to create a sound just like a little twinkle or sparkle Uh, what noise what noise Uh, you sense that he's beginning to get a little bit frustrated and angry and he begins punching the side of the tower I'm walking Um, away to the to the the barracks room and I just (laughs) for everyone to follow me I'm just doing this this is where like Jin's, like I guess he is a bard. More his playful sides coming out. He's not. He's just sort of playing with him. Uh, as yeah, as you guys have been walking away, you hear the sound of smashing as uh, 
Grab begins punching the side of this tower, going, oh, no food! Um, you hear this voice call out, this very familiar, this, Hasvarnorn. And then this splash of acidic, um, this, this basically this ball of acid flies out from the north, smashes into Grab and the tower. Um, Grab begins screaming as his skin bubbles and melts. Oh god, I, I immediately drop the, the spell, and I just walk off um, in a bit of a hurried state. As Resmir begins walking towards... Stupid ogre, stop this racket at once or I will melt you into a puddle. Oh, sorry, Grab, sorry, Grab, sorry. Get the fuck up that tower right now. Sorry, sorry. He begins climbing up, um, hands so, damaged and burned, skin bubbling. Um, half of his yes. face is actually like droopy from this acid attack. One of his eyes has turned milky white as he climbs the tower. Oh my god! Okay. Um, the... So Rogar is like, sort of. He was having a little bit of fun, but then like Vesemir like just ruined the prank, and I'm just like got this like really like sort of like worried look on my face now as I like just book it to the door. Like, oh, that was a fun... Pro- oh, my God, that just happened. Okay. <laughs> that, is, that escalated quite quickly. Uh, you get the sense that Resimir does not have a sense of humor. Okay. Is the feeling yeah. you, get. You, you I, get. I will note that in my, my notepad. You get the sense that Resimir has very little tolerance for fools. <laughs> um, okay, cool. The Resmir actually begins walking back uh, across the courtyard after disciplining this ogre uh, and moves down the spiral staircase. She sort of gives you guys a bit of a quizzical look as she sees you still sort of faffing about in the courtyard and begins heading down the stairs. Alrighty. Okay, we're going to... Well, I'm walking to the barracks door. Well, I, that I think is the barracks door. Um, yeah. So if everyone else wants to come along, uh, that's up to them. Jack, oh boy. As you step inside, Wiltix, my boy, um, let me describe the room you walk into, because this is this is a doozy. Ah, okay. <clears throat> oh, God. As you enter this massive, large, unfurnished chamber of stone, yeah. um, furs scattered across the ground, you see a number of ogres snoring quietly. One of them is hugging the carcass of a dead sheep like a teddy bear over in the corner. The rest silent. Oh, oh well, not silent, sorry. The rest are snoring loudly as. Um, easily 12, 13 ogres in this room. Oh my god. I'm just gonna back out really slowly. I think we should stay in here. Feels slightly unsafe. Can we try door number two? I don't think this is the barracks. No. Well, I think this is uh, the ogre barracks. <laughs> uh, probably a little bit too uh, too rowdy for us. Probably should have specified a little bit more. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, there's a part of me that really wants to wake them all up. <laughs> but I won't. Uh, yes, probably would not advise. Uh, Twelve to thirteen. Ogres coming out of slumber could potentially be hazardous, to say the least. I love you guys just stepping backwards out of the <laughs> out of the chamber, just like nope. imagine. I, I don't know if anyone's played the game Abe Odyssey. Yes, I imagine. You know how he creeps. That's yep. how I imagine we're walking backwards, like <laughs> hands, hands yep. in front of us, kind of bent over, and just like. Whoop. <laughs> 
that's, that's amazing. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh no. Um so yeah, you guys just just backwards stepping lightly backwards, Scooby Doo style out of the room. <laughs> oh Raggy. Uh, from all the ogres. Um, yes. Twelve to yeah. thirteen ogres could potentially be a problem, so mm. just leave that, that door alone. It's a very famous adventurer once said, let, let sleeping ogres lie. Somebody in charge. Something big. Uh, Alright, so where are we going to go, guys? What's down here? Yeah, as, as Mira, as you step around the side of the, the barracks that the ogres are currently uh, residing in, um, tell you what I'll do, actually, I might, just so that you guys know where you've been, I think I will, once you've explored an area, I'll just delete the dynamic lighting so that you guys can see it. Because oh, that yeah. way, that way it, just, it just, I think that makes sense, right, for you guys to know exactly where you're going, and you've already been in there. Um, yeah, as you step around this side of the ogres' barracks, you can see a long, narrow passageway through the stone. It, it's very... Um, it's almost like the the floor of this cavern area here dips down a fair bit um and it is a bit of a squeeze to get through this but you can see there is some sort of opened area on the other side um it does look to be something over there i'll tell you what because can you I guys you can actually oh, see sorry. sorry you can see over this section this is very low but yeah um can i just turn to the others and say did you hear what she said about potentially sabotaging this place if we could bring the whole city down i mean technically that was the idea yes perhaps we should try and get low or as you know into the city as possible at the well, i think we need to, i think we need to uh search the place high and low and then once we know exactly where everything is we'll know the best plan of attack yes but if we Maybe if we went into the center of it, we'd find something. Well, that's not a bad idea, but which way is the center? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a of direction. <laughs> they did. We're near the top at the moment, so I'm guessing Grab. just going down the way. Well, Grab did point south when we asked him originally about the barracks. Ah, yes. Well, south is as good as any direction. Unless you want to try out this uh, this passageway first, tick this off the map and come back. Perhaps we'll find a set of stairs. I don't know. Sounds good. Lead on Azur. I'll follow you. Quiet. Let's uh, let's head on and see what we can discover this way. Perfect, yeah. As you guys head around, you can see what looks to be the entrance to a cave deep inside the mountain. Um, you can also see a door to the north, uh, a door to the east, uh, and that cave is located to the southwest of this, um, probably I'd say 30 foot by 40 foot open area um, in the tower. You can see a large tower in front of you. The door um, to the east seems to be leading up towards a tower. Um, the door to the northeast seems to be just leading into solid to a solid wall and the cave you can sort of vaguely see the shape of a room beyond something sort of hidden away um, yeah uh, i'm gonna knock on this door Owen. yeah knocking at doors again yeah yeah you knock you yeah, yeah. No, absolutely you knock on the door um you don't seem to hear anything silence uh, i'm gonna try the lock i'll try the handle uh yeah as you sort of as you reach forward and begin jiggling away at the handle 
um, the room opens. And I will show you what you see. Uh, sorry, the door opens, yeah. Let me, there you go. And as I promised, I will delete these so that you can begin to see a little bit of each place as you come in. Um, yeah, as you look inside, you can see another well-furnished room that appears to be maybe some sort of guest chamber. This one is very much covered in dust. It looks like this one is very ill-equipped and ill-used. It looks to be somewhat forgotten. Um, it does seem to be does seem to be for people a lot larger than you. It looks almost like this room was designed for giants in mind um, and then has been refurnished uh, by the cult um, long after. So all of the furniture is new, but the room itself, the scale seems to be more for giants. Uh, anything useful? Uh, as you have a bit of a look around, make me a perception or investigation check. Your choice. Can I get a hand for that? Absolutely. Uh, do you want me to roll again? Sorry. Oh, yeah, no, you, you can if you'd like to. 20 is pretty good. 21 Damn. is better. Um, <laughs> as you have a bit of a look around, Azua, uh, and Talari, 12. Yeah, um, Azua, as you have a bit of a look around, um, there's a few sort of old rations here that seem to be um, maybe some sort of preserved um, preserved cheeses that have been wrapped that uh, sort of were set out a long time ago. You're not sure if they're still okay to eat. Um, you get the feeling they probably are. You can take those. That's, that's, you get two rations worth of food that you can salvage from here that does seem to still be edible. Um, maybe some travel bread, things like that. Some flatbreads that, that keep. Um, maybe some... Uh, may oh, I'd probably say there's a, a sausage or something. You know, like those preserved, cured, smoked sausages. Um, yeah, probably some... I'd say you probably get two two uh, rations worth of food that you can salvage from here that seems to be edible. Um, there's a few books on awesome. the shelves that catch your eye. One of them actually looks to be... Um, some sort of notebook or journal. Um, do you speak Elvish, Azua? I'm guessing you probably do. Uh, I do, yes. Excellent. Azua, you can read this. The notebook has no title, but as you open the page, um, open the front cover and start reading through the pages, it looks to be some sort of journal or, or, or um, research on this castle and the giants that used to occupy it. Um, a few passages of notes stand out to you as you read through it. Um, one of them uh, has the following in it. Um, Esclerota appears to be one of the people, the giants who ruled this castle. His wife, Blathagus, somehow is tied to this place. Her name is the key is what it says um the rest of it all seems to be fairly new stuff um yeah um there's mention of the mysterious disappearance that the giant magic is very very difficult to replicate um and that the only way to get the castle flying again uh was some sort of necromancy but it doesn't seem to go into too much detail about what that entailed is it not flying at the moment it is flying yeah, flying right now. Mm. Are you reading this out, or are you saying oh, you know? Oh, I'm, I'm reading it out. Yeah, I'm reading it out. Uh, then all of you hear that. That is strange. I'll put is those names in the chat for you as well. Galapagos is key. Interesting. Yes. Do you think that this place is being powered by necromancy? It does sort of fit. I mean, they do have an awful lot of tools here. 
That's true. Hmm. Uh, could be, uh, maybe that's the key to controlling the castle. Do I know much about the, the giants? Like, are these names well known? Um, I imagine that the magic isn't very well known, but the... Yeah. Make me a history or arcana check. I leave it up to you. Uh, Arcana, it is. Eight. Um, as you you have a bit of a think back... Oh, sorry, there was another name I was meant to give you guys. Esclarossa. Um, as you have a bit of a think, the name Esclarossa means nothing to you. Um, neither does the name Blathagus, but the necromancy to start the tower again. I mean, the, everyone knows that only the giants could work their magic. And only the giants knew how their magic functioned, and the giants have all disappeared. So why would necromancy help? Yeah. You start to think. Oh dear. Oh no. <laughs> and I'd well. say Mira as well, given that you have rolled really well for history of the cult in the past, you remember that the cult of Tiamat, the cult of the dragon, the order of the dragon, yep. previously were interested in raising dracoliches bringing dragons back from the dead to serve as undead monstrosities and red yeah. wizards of the fae are well yes. known in necromancy as well that's right yes hmm interesting oh. yeah oh no this I wonder, what, wonder how all that links together <laughs> kudos good sir kudos <laughs> very nice uh, this wow this is much uh, than I think we realized so I think we are this city is powered just from the necromantic energy of a possible Dracolich or is it just Well, my thoughts are that the, the giants may have originally powered this, but then the cult, with their considerable resources and explains their alliance with the Red Wizards, are also using the same magic. Which would mean some kind of sacrifice. Some kind of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was thinking that they've tried to raise a giant. Try to raise a giant? Yes, I mean, if there's only one way to find out if, uh, what the giants know is to raise a giant and ask it. Can the giant be a lich? The giant, yes, that was my thoughts. Maybe we need more information. But anyway, we need to... Well, I guess if we find out the source of how it is powered, we can shut it off. Didn't our ogre friend from before say there was somewhere that one of the ogres went and had his face torn off or something? Or he came back without his skin or in a bag? Or... That's right. The tower. Mm. So maybe the frosty tower is where we need to go. Well, if we're looking for answers for necromancy, we could always just go back to your friend, Azua. Oh, yes. Roger. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Zua. Nice. Well done bringing Roger back. 
Roger Zuo. Roger the Ever Knowing. Who is this Roger you keep speaking of? <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> no one knows. He was a friend from the Fae. Great what? guy. What why would he be? I see why him would, in strangers' faces. Why would he be in this castle? If he's oh, from he's the a Fae elf. He could be anywhere. He's a what? <laughs> he's a. He's part of the Fae. He could be anywhere. Yes. You know, yeah, Fae, they walk in and out of existence. What, um, what is Roger? What is Roger? I'll do oh, my better. No when is Roger? No one knows. <laughs> That's, that is also the question. Not where is Roger, when is Roger? He might have already been here and left. He might not be here yet. Who knows? He's existential. <laughs> Schrodinger's Roger. <laughs> until, you find, until you find Roger, he's neither dead or alive. I'm going to do an insight check to see if um, Izu is losing his marbles. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Ten. Okay, ten. Um, Azua, uh, you conceivably could be telling the truth about Roger. Um, yeah. So Why I would not? say that it's up to you whether or not you are joking around, you are being completely serious, or you are losing your mind. I give you, I give you full creative license with your character. <laughs> your choice. And there's probably a third uh, option, a fourth option I haven't thought of. You're welcome to go with that fourth option. Too. <laughs> this is your character. I give you full creative. I, license. I legitimately, legitimately think Roger, like Roger, is definitely real. Yeah. A hundred percent, Roger is real. But yeah. I use him, I used him as a uh, because he could be anywhere. Yeah. I used him as a get out of jail free card yeah. with Roth. So I'm going to say his actual name is Rogar, uh, Rujar, because he's an elf. Rogar. But you just yeah. call him his name Rujar. is Rujar. 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 But, uh, Wait a second. Call him Rogar. Yeah. My name is really close. To the it is, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's what got me, I think. His name, his name is Rujar. Uh, Rujar. Rujar. And um, yeah, so so I, in that case, um, Jin, he seems to be completely honest. Like, there doesn't... He seems to just be... Up, this Everything he's saying, he 100% believes. Oh my, I have to bring Rujar back as like the big bad guy at the end. <laughs> it was me all along. <laughs> it's because you called me Roger every fucking time. <laughs> it's Rujar, you fuck. You simpleton. Um, yeah, no, I, I won't do that. But it is pretty funny. I might do that. Who knows? Um, yes, okay. With that, I'll sort of just sort of nod my head. I'll just sort of like a look of bewilderment. Not so much that like, oh shit, he's batshit insane. More like he doesn't <laughs> he realize he's batshit insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm joking. I, I kind of, I kind of walk out the door, back out to the uh, courtyard, and I, uh, I tap Jin on the, um, on the arm, and I pat him on the back, and I'm like, one day you'll meet Rogier. One day. Oh, thought his, what a day. Thought his name. What a day that will be. I thought his name was Roger. Oh, it is. He uh, said Roger. His name is Roger, but we like to call him Roger. <laughs> right. He likes, when he was young, he spent a lot of time on the sea. You know, the Jolly Roger and all. So it kind of oh, just works. nice. Nice. Well done. That's an inspiration point for you. Well done. Oh, thanks, God. <laughs> <laughs> but as I said, as I said, Roger spent a lot of time refining the magical arts, and he could legitimately be anywhere. <laughs> Is there yeah, even so, yeah. oceans in the Feywild? Oh yeah. No. Yeah, yeah there are, but yeah, the seas. Like I said, he's he travels the dimensions. Okay. He's neither he, here nor he there. He sails so. the seven million seas. 
Right, um, <laughs> he sails the stars. This box. He sails the SS Friendship. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> as far as we're concerned, Owen, that ship has sailed and has been burnt and then sunk into the ocean because I did that and we were playing a tune as it went down. Yeah, that was. Uh, we did that in Sea Thieves. We did sink the SS Friendship. Um, oh no, you didn't sink Friendship. Yeah, well, I didn't. Jared. The best treasure at all of all there was that me and Owen at the end still had our friendship intact. That's a lot nice. Oh, that's awkward. Uh, yeah, sorry. So carry on. With what, the wait, what? Um, so, <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah. As you as you as you finish exploring this room, yeah, you can see there's another door uh, leading up to some sort of tower. Um, I will remove the door so you guys can enter. There you go. Um, as you climb up oh. the stairs, you find yourselves at a scorpion. Um, it seems yeah, to be currently unmanned. This giant ballistic. Oh, sorry. What was that, Michael? I said, I think we found our way out of the castle. If we need to get a <laughs> Oh my god. Can it catapult yourselves with a scorpion, are you? Okay. Um, yeah, so basically a giant... It, it, for those of you who aren't familiar with a scorpion, uh, with what a scorpion is or a ballista, it's basically like a giant crossbow on wheels. And when I say giant, I mean you can load like tree trunks into this into this thing and fire tree trunks at the enemy. It's a, it's a siege weapon. Um, if you're unfamiliar with a, uh, a ballista or a trebuchet. Um, yeah, and as, as you guys are um, up here, you hear um, some sort of, I'd say like a grumbling noise coming from downstairs, and then emerging from um, a doorway is another ogre which steps up. Um, he seems to sort of be like wiping his hands on this filthy loincloth. He sort of startles as he looks at you guys and goes, Oh, what are you guys doing here? Who, who are you? It's, I'm not being inspected, am I? We are searching that the is, castle. That is right. You are being inspected. Well, you'll you'll see that I keep this weapon in tip-top shape. He steps over. By all rich mahogany wood, polished mahogany. to perfection. Mahogany, polished to perfection. Oh, I'm sure you polish your wood well, good sir. Oh, my oh God. fucking <laughs> hell! <laughs> yes. I polish it daily. I take great care of my wood. Those who don't look after the wood and stroke it, you've got to look after the shaft oh in particular. God. And he sort of walks over and begins, like, stroking the shaft of one of the big arrows that's loaded into this thing. The penetrative power of this shaft is unbelievable. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don't try and outdo me, bitch. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Don't want it to go off. I've never, I've never fired this thing prematurely, I assure you. But hold on a sec. Is the uh, mechanisms well lubricated? Of course. The wood, is it supple and spinning? Yes. The old spit shine keeps it intact. It spits on the mechanism. Begins, like, rubbing it furiously. Sometimes when I'm frustrated, I just like to rub one out. Well, um, I think we'll leave you to your instrument the inspection just to let you know has gone well it is it has just been marvelous you have just passed the flying colors oh wonderful it's always bad to get it it's just the cleanup afterwards if you don't get a good inspection it's yes just, i haven't got the uh, i haven't got any more by all means on yeah me. of course i understand well we will 
We will uh, vacate this room. You have done marvelous, good sir. That's very kind. Thank you. So I'm going to walk down here, yep. and as I do that, I'm going to do another minor illusion. Oh where I create a big hunk of meat, boar meat, and just have it placed right atop the scorpion. Now my question is, uh, cooked boar meat? So I'm guessing it's like... It, yeah, it looks cooked. Like, it looks like yeah. it looks really nice, juicy. Juicy, um, cool. Thank you. That's, that's, I was, that's, that's the, that's the word I wanted. Yes. No, no fluids on the, on the bow. <laughs> it's like trying to frantically <laughs> wave off this, this thing. Not the ropes, no. <laughs> I make, wave the, off I make it less juicy now. It looks more appetizing. Uh, he seems very confused as he tries to brush this off. Um, and he eventually grabs the edge of the balustrade, uh, the edge of this um, scorpion, and begins pulling the thing away from the illusion. No, floating meat, not good for the bow, not good for the bow at all. <laughs> he begins pulling it away. As he pulls it away, underneath that uh, mechanism, or whatever, is I make it look like it's like rusted. Uh, I'll make a perception check to see if he notices that. That's a bit more subtle than a giant hunk of boar meat. All right. <laughs> natural one wow. <laughs> so this. he's just like he's just stroking the wood he's like checking the rope and the bylines he's making sure that like none of the shafts have been damaged he's oh my baby I don't know what I'd do if anything happened to you <laughs> oh my god wouldn't be a okay. man without you what I will do then is on this side has he here has he named it uh, he hasn't said a name yet so to that oh. shaft that shaft there I'm going to make mm -hmm. a minor illusion, make it look like there's a huge crack. And I'm going to use precipitation to make the sound of a crack. As he's actually doing things with the... Um, well, yeah. He's doing okay. inspection. Yeah. As he strokes his hand over, he's sort of not looking at where he's stroking. And here's this crack and he looks down in horror, pulls his hand away and he just freezes. and goes completely still. <laughs> and then you hear this, this high-pitched noise... <laughs> And then you realise it's actually coming out of his throat. This, as he's just looking at this crack, and then he begins sort of crouching down. He goes into the fetal position and begins rocking backwards and forwards on the ground. <laughs> oh no! Just saying nothing. Just yeah, silently rocking backwards and forwards. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna leave him like that. <laughs> Jeez, what have you got against ogres, man? Why do you fucking hate ogres so much? It's so easy to pull pranks on. <laughs> okay, I think broken. Yes, I think it is broken. Um, I'm very sorry, but um, what was that crack that I just heard? As I'm exiting the room, no, no response. Just silently rocking backwards and forwards. Occasionally, this oh, oh, coming out of his mouth. As I walk up, well, it looks like you have failed the ins inspection. I am sorry. The rocking and stops. I get my, I get my notepad out. I do a big like cross. <laughs> the rocking <laughs> stops, and he walks over to the side of the castle and throws himself off the edge. Oh my god! Oh my god. god. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh no! That's okay. So um, yet again. <laughs> Uh, my pranks went too far. I just, as I hear him <laughs> jump off and I hear this big splat, I no, just. You don't hear anything. Face, There's nothing. Yeah, okay. He'd he be falling for a while. Uh, as a I while, see maybe. him, yeah. As I see him jump out the window, I just sort of turn around. I put my notepad away and I scurry through the door as quick as I can and get out of the room. And then just like I've just got the, this face of just 
shock. <laughs> and I just like, and I'm like, fuck, 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 my prank didn't work again. I had to laugh. <laughs> um, oh shit, oh shit. And then I walk out. So, uh, so for those of you who uh, uh, might be new to how I do NPCs, I have a massive D1000 personality table that I roll every single time they encounter an NPC that gives NPCs a bit more depth. Um, and it's accompanied by a flaw and a, um, like a defining personality trait and then a flaw. His defining personality trait was that he cared for an item, and that was up to me which item. He cared for an item more than life itself. Um, and his flaw was that he could not take criticism of any kind. So oh those two together. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, just, oh uh, just for a I bit didn't of context. Know. <laughs> no, 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 of course not. No, no, exactly right. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, something to keep in mind. <laughs> right, that went really dark. <laughs> we got someone in the that, chat saying, yeah. "Well, that went dark, not too far, just dark." <laughs> yeah, that was super dark. Wowie. I'm I just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna. <laughs> And that, kids, is what bullying is all about. <laughs> Jesus. So remember, kids, don't bully your friend. They might throw themselves off a flying castle. Play with your own wood, not other people's. Don't make fun of other people's wood. Never even uh, caught his name. No. Uh, I'm we, sure he had one, though. Do you want to know it? I'm, I'm, sure yeah, if you right. lean over, I'm sure if you lean over and ask, he'll tell you. Go on, tell us what his name was. No, he, he's dead. He can't answer. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Right. He's, still, he's, probably, he's probably still falling. R.I.P. Random Ogre. We never learned his name. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, as, as you guys continue down this way, you can see that this seems to join back up to the uh, the main courtyard. You can see that there is a um, yeah a much larger uh, pathway heading around to the side that seems to link back up to where you guys were before. There is also a pathway heading up the side of the mountain towards the crumbling tower. Just oh, located. Oh, crumbling God. Tower. Crumbling tower. Crumbling tower. Oh, no, don't go. The, the crumbling tower. Like, hold on. Where are we? Where is everyone? Where is the crumbling tower, Owen? Uh, it seems yeah. to be up in this the, pathway in, just here. In the middle. Oh, it's tiny. Should we go up the crumbling tower? Isn't that where the quote-unquote scary people are? My, my vote is to go inside as far as we can but what does everyone else think well curiosity has go grabs me not going to lie yes but, but it also I... kills the cat have you heard of that before no idea what you're talking about uh-huh <laughs> well although my uncle i mean but no that's for another time uh... I mean, we could just circle round if you're not interested. There seems to be a few doorways down this way, and a staircase. We can always come back to this tower. Well, as you are, or I we could, or we could just go up. Well, you said to scope out the area, so I will be. I'll follow your lead. But secret tower. Secret tower. <laughs> secret tower. <laughs> On the mountain, secret, secret, secret tower. <laughs> I'm contractually obliged to sing that every time you guys say secret tunnel or secret tower. Oh, okay. Secret anything. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, we'd lose our sponsorship. Oh. Sponsorship. Secret tower. Avatar, Avatar, Avatar The Last Airbender. We're sponsored now. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're but no, we're sponsored by um the the fucking movie The Last Airbender. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 
No, yuck. Yeah, I take it back. No, no, we wouldn't accept that sponsorship. Uh, <laughs> although, actually, M. Night Shyamalan, if you do want to sponsor us, I would say no. <laughs> He's not listening. Um, carry on. Uh, should we head up, guys? Or do you want to keep exploring down here? Maybe yeah, alright, let's go have a look. Yeah. Yeah. We're here. Let's give the audience what they want. Yes, this adventure is good. Climb the tower. Yes, good, Anakin, yes. Wonderful. Have I ever told you the story of the curious tabaxi? It's not a story Ooh, the Jedi would tell. Um, nice. Alrighty. My rolls have actually been really nice tonight. Okay, so we're all in stealth. So Jin is 10, Mira is 10, Talari is 13. Oh, no, no, I'm 24. Oh, Jin's man. 24. Sorry, oh, wait. that was an insight. That was the insight, yeah. Sorry, yeah. That was insight. Uh, Wiltix and Azu. Azu is a natural oh 20 God, for 26. It's... Wiltix is 8. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hiya. <laughs> Hiya. Um, Hiya. Hiya. Um, this ancient tower seems to be crumbling. It stands almost 100 feet high, but is in shocking repair. Um, the windows have been sealed shut with ice. Cracks have formed in the walls. Uh, and a balcony of sculpted ice hangs on one side of the tower, 75 feet above the tower base. Um, it looks to be in terrible repair. What you can see is a large door, seemingly constructed of ice and wood, um, built into the side. Inside you hear no noise, no sound. Door locked. How big are the cracks? Um, big enough to look through. Yeah, absolutely. Peek through one of the cracks then. As you look in, you can see that the ground floor is completely packed with icy debris and rocks and stone. To open this door is going to be very difficult. The way inside seems to be collapsed and crumbled. Um, it doesn't seem like anything on this ground floor is left intact. There's no uh, big cracks a... Uh small gnome could fit through? Not quite big enough. As you have a bit of a look, you think it's going to be a bit of a tight squeeze. And the door, the door, like, if we push on the door, it doesn't give? Yeah, as you, as you push, um, Wiltix, you can see inside that there are chunks of ice and stone blocking the way for the door to open, and it does seem to only swing inwards. It could we use some of uh, your fire mirror to uh, melt some of this ice, and I might be able to slip through and get a better look? I can certainly assist with that. I'll just, I can yeah. cast shape, shape water. Yep, like you just melt. clear the ice. Yeah, you just melt the ice. Uh, <laughs> fucking shape water. Mira, um, <laughs> as, you, as you step up and look through the crack, yeah, you can see that most of the debris blocking the door does seem to be ice um, and some chunks of stone. But as you obviously melt the water, um, the stone, which is sort of kept aloft, drops to the ground. Um, the door is still slightly wedged shut, but you think now all it's going to take is a, a pretty decent shove and you might be able to open it. Ready to go. Alrighty. Who is going to give this door a shove? I'd like a strength check. If there's two of you doing it, you um, one, one of you rolls and has advantage. I can help somebody. Yeah, I'm not the most strongest person. I'm going um, to roll a perception check just while they're doing yeah, this to absolutely. just maintain a sort of a just look behind us and keep an eye out. 18. Very nice. Um, yeah, as you look, you can see on the balcony above, um, Jin, you can see what look like 
I mean, you'd swear they were almost like scratches of lines or something in the actual balcony itself on the edge as if something had clawed its way up the balcony. Oh, Very okay. strange. That is... Yes. And I will now... Nice, okay. Cool, cool, cool. For you so you can see it too. Okay. Uh, Azua, <laughs> you may roll with advantage. I think um, Talari said he was going to help, so you may roll again. 19, much that's better. much better. Um, as the two of you begin shoving at the door, uh, Wiltick standing back, not wanting to risk his delicately uh, manicured nails, um, <laughs> you smash in this doorway. Um, immediately, the inside of this room uh, strikes you with how bare and how broken everything is inside. Um, it seems to be abandoned. It's decrepit. There's, there's nothing in here, as far as you can see, apart from a staircase um, over in the north wall leading up to the upper reaches of the tower. They're not... Wait, is there stairs, though? Yes, sorry. I will just chuck them down on the map because you guys can't see them. This place could possibly be. Can I have a look around? There's uh, scratches that. Um... Hold on, I was actually about to just mention them, guys. Um, I'm whispering this, guys. Um, just if you look at that balcony up there, you can actually see scratches on the wall. I'm not sure what could have made them, but just be on your guard. Be very aware. That we might not be alone, even though it looks abandoned. Can I see any scratches in here? No. Make me a perception check. Um, it's just first glance, nothing really stands out too much. But yeah, make it make a perception check. Let's see what you can see. Eighteen. This area down here seems to have been abandoned. It doesn't look like anything's been through here in a very long time. Um, there's scratches from the ice and from the stone, but uh, nothing that looks to be a creature or a, or a humanoid or something like that. Would I recognise the uh, claw patterns, maybe? Make me a nature check, Wiltix. Given your history, you can have advantage. I've also got... I don't know if it matters for this case, but yeah. that's an eight. If it's a, a fey, fiend, or undead creature, yeah. I get advantage. So yes, so you have advantage on this, definitely. I, I, I knew about that, and that's why you have advantage on this. I don't want to say specifically why. Um, so we'll yeah. take the 19, so 8 and 19. Wiltix, looking at the scratch marks, now that Jin has pointed them out to you, they look to be about the width of a humanoid hand, which immediately rules out some of the more obvious creatures. And as you stare closely at them, you get the distinct impression they're similar to what your claw marks look like when they're still in that stage where they're going from fingernails to full claws. And you start to think of... Right. So, very hard to access, so probably needs to be able to fly claw-like nails living in an abandoned tower. Hmm. That sounds a little bit like some sort of werewolf, some sort of vampire, some sort of undead monstrosity. A werepire. A werepire. A vamulf. A vamulf! Yeah. Nosferatu. 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 Do I think I could crawl up the same 
side of the uh, tower where those claw marks are? Looking at it, you reckon it'd be difficult. It's 75 feet up. Like, it is a decent distance. If you were to make one miss... Oh, my God. ...misstep, you would fall 75 feet onto the surface of this... Of this um, That's decent. Rocky outcropping. It's decent. The tower itself looks to be over 100 feet tall. It's massive. It's the most prominent feature of the ship. Um, I will chuck the map back up again, uh, the overview of the ship back up again, if you'd like to really see it quickly, just to get an idea of what this looks like, because like, it, it would be well, hard to... Um... You can show the viewers as well. There are a few yeah, viewers exactly. still in the chat, so... Yeah, exactly right. There you go. So you guys if... should be able to see that on screen. Okay. If it's you want, I, I can... I am an accomplished climber. I could set some some uh, of these uh, metal pitons inside, if you make it easier. I was going to say I have some rope as well I can try and uh, crawl up and uh, put the pieces in, but if there's a way up from inside the tower, it's probably a bit easier. I mean, yeah, there is a staircase do... right, right there. <laughs> we, could, we could just go up a <laughs> I love Azur. No like, one will expect it. Guys, what the fuck are you doing? There's a staircase right there. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, let's head on in. Fantastic. You guys taking the stairs up? Sure. Wunderbar. Let me put you all here. Before before we do one of the stairs, can I just have a look at them? Do they look solid or yes. rickety? Or? Yeah, they look they look very solid. They look to be uh, made out of the stone itself. Very well made. Um, definitely definitely solid and um, intact. What's um okay. what's in this tower, Owen? Like in this first floor, is there like bookcases, furniture, like nothing? Just, just collapsed, destroyed stone and melted ice. It is Ooh. very odd. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, let me move you all over to the... Oops. Sorry, let me just delete that. Let me move you all over to the stars. Um, and we'll have you guys come up. Them. So let me move you all over there. Just because I want to get the full effect of you guys walking into this room. Alrighty. As you guys walk up the winding staircase, you immediately are hit with a sense of foreboding. Something feels wrong. The hair on the back of your necks begins to stand up, which for Talari is quite a feat. Um, for Mira, I'd say your scales get a little bit itchy. Uh, for Wiltix, your beard starts twitching. Um, yeah, you just... Something feels off. The temperature seems to drop. And as you reach the top of the stairs, this room is completely dark. Only those of you with dark vision can see right now, unless uh, you're casting light or lighting a torch. It's completely pitch black. There are no windows. The whole room is sealed. Um, for those of you with night vision and, and dark vision, you can see in the center of the room a large stone sarcophagus uh -oh. looking in very good, very well-maintained, uh, while the rest of the room is bare and empty, blood stains across the windows, and a bloody oh handprint on the corner of the coffin on the lid. I mean, this... <laughs> Like a welcoming, wonderful place we should set up here. I could raise a couple of kids. It's like <laughs> nobody's going to die here. <laughs> uh, back away. I love your I love your optimism. Um what are the markings on the sarcophagi? Ooh, very good question. Yeah, as you look closer um, and begin investigating you can see that it is elvish writing very old elvish very similar to the um the text used by fey elves 
Azua, the Eladrin. Oh, so I assume I could read it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. As, it... as you begin reading, you can see um, basically a description of a woman, an elf, called Sandisil. Sandisil Morgia. I'll put her name in the chat so that you can see. So, um, is this only for Azua? Because I know Elvish as well, but you said oh, it's then like you can free read Elvish. No, then you can read it. Okay. Anyone okay. who reads okay. Elvish can read this. Um, okay. The text, the text basically reads out, Here lies Sandisil Morgia, lost in the dark forever. On the one, on the side of the sarcophagus where you can, where you can see where you're sitting, uh, standing. Wow, lost in the dark forever. That's quite, uh, quite dark. No pun intended. Um, is the sarcophagus as old as the tower? Or no, is it, it looks to be a little bit newer, a little bit fresher. Um, it's in very good repair, very good nick. Whereas the rest of the tower seems to be crumbling and in ruins. Uh, you can I see there's know, more friends. text on the other sides of the sarcophagus, so as you have a bit of a look, you can see the text seems to continue round the lid. Yes, I'm just not sure if I want to walk around there. <laughs> Did you say well, it was fresh blood as well, or...? Uh, make me a nature check, or survival check, Wiltics. Good question. I feel like when it comes to blood... Uh... Mm. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve? Yeah, it, it smells, to your very keen woven senses, it smells fresh. Oh. Only, only freshly dried blood. Maybe a day or two at most. That sort of rich iron scent in the air, causing you to your heart rate to increase just ever so slightly, will tick as you sense the, the fresh blood. If I move a little bit closer, can I use my uh, keen hearing to uh, hear anything from inside? Yes, you can. Absolutely. Uh, you may make a perception check with advantage. Uh, Twelve. As you step closer and begin sort of listening closing your eyes to concentrate your ears begin to elongate ever so slightly the hair just beginning to grow out from the tips as they take on a more canine appearance and you hear the sounds of faint scratching coming from inside the coffin and then the sound of stone ever so slowly ever so slightly stone being shifted wait shifted shifted as the lid of the coffin begins to move first you said we're playing Strad next (laughs) (laughs) ever so ever so slightly (laughs) ever so slightly the lid shifts with a sudden jerk and then slowly begins to move a little bit more you see long black dark fingernails rising from underneath the lid and with a shove the lid is pushed back this pale light purple skin as a hand grips the edge of the coffin and a figure rises from inside the dark well it is so rare for fresh meat to come straight to my door how lucky and that, I think, is where we will end for tonight. Hey. Oh, man. Nice. <laughs> Dude, oh, when, you sit all, 
You said we we're gonna play Curse of Strahd as the next campaign. I wasn't expecting for us. I couldn't wait. No, I couldn't. That world. I couldn't wait. You guys, it, it's just gonna take too long. We've got all of Rise of Tiamat after this. I couldn't wait. <laughs> um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, man, I was. Thanks, everyone. I, I, didn't, I didn't know if you'd head to the tower. I, I was really hoping you'd head to the tower, and I was like. I don't want to. I don't want to give any sort of. I don't want to push it because my favorite thing is when you guys make your own decisions. I don't want to push it. I want to see where you guys where you guys go. Uh, I was expecting you to go into the cave system. As soon as you guys walked up to the cave system, I was like, ah, right, here we go. We're gonna do. It. We're gonna go into the caves. You guys walk straight past, straight to towers. Like, yes, <laughs> fantastic. Oh man, uh, fantastic. Awesome. Well, thank you yeah. so much, everybody who's been joining us live, and thank you so much, um, Everdoa TV, for bringing a, a nice little raid along. It's always so lovely. Um, we'll definitely have to come and check out some of your stuff as well. Um, I know that uh, I love watching stuff on Twitch, especially uh, especially D and D streams. So thank you so much, everybody. Uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast or uh, on YouTube, thank you so much for um, for jumping in. Um, really, really lovely to have you guys on board. Episode twenty seven. I never thought we would. Um, we'd get this far like I, I when we started this it was just a little covid lockdown project a little bit of fun um i didn't expect it to grow so quickly it's just been such a wild blast um so thank you everybody who's been supporting us and, and bring us along um i will be back uh sometime this week probably with jared and harley to do some of valheim streams jared if you can i imagine I, we'll... I know you did one the other day but i had my girlfriend over so yeah i no, just let fair. you guys sort of Ooh. go no, on your own adventures girlfriends come first you've got to take care of you've got to take care of your scorpions girlfriends come first um, <laughs> Ooh la la. yeah grace did you guys it's hold valentine's day all year round yeah it is um but yeah no we we um odin's chosen three uh we'll have to we'll have to re uh re hook up again for um for some more valheim because uh yeah we, we have so much fun in valheim but um yeah thanks so much everybody for joining us we'll be back uh sometime soon we'll definitely be back next wednesday you'll see us um next wednesday i think the week after that we'll double check and see what's happening with easter i know some people like to go away for easter so we'll check in and make sure everyone's free but um but yeah thanks so much everybody we will see you later stay safe stay well and look after yourselves bye everyone uh, bye. Thanks, guys. See you later, farewell <laughs>